was holding me here, along with something else that I couldn't quite put my finger on. After my usual ten-minute walk, I passed the steel beam with the dot and entered the westbound platform at 80th and Hudson. The station was populated with only a scattering of other commuters who, like me, had come early to avoid the morning rush. As I looked in the direction from which the train would soon appear, I noticed an unusual movement off to the right in the periphery of my vision. The dark figure of a man who did not fit the appearance of a typical commuter. He seemed to be moving toward me, though tentatively, as if stalking an unsuspecting prey. Before I could fully digest the situation, he was at my side. You must come home, he whispered with a thick Russian accent as he leaned in toward me. Or else, you are dead. Part 1. The Making of a Spy Chapter 1 My parents huddled at the kitchen table, pressing their ears toward a small cathode ray tube radio, a relic that had survived the war but brought in only three stations. As my father fiddled with the knobs, trying to minimize the static, I scooted close to the small wooden table to find out what was going on. My mother rocked my baby brother, shushing him gently, so we could make out what was being said on the radio. The dramatic sound of a voice speaking in a language I did not understand rose against the background of Chopin's somber funeral march. The equally gloomy German translator was heard on top of that. On that early March day in 1953, all three radio stations were broadcasting only one event, the funeral of the great Soviet leader, Joseph Stalin. Everywhere across the Eastern Bloc, people were spellbound, glued to their radios, just as we were. Fatih? I asked. Who was this man, Stalin? Why is he dead? What is the Soviet Union? My father tried his best to explain the situation in terms that my four-year-old mind could grasp. Comrade Stalin was a great revolutionary. He was the leader of the Soviet Union, a huge country that defeated Hitler. Under his leadership, we were going to build a country where everyone could be happy. Today, we are saying goodbye to one of the greatest men in history. So is everything going to be okay? Will you still get me a bicycle for my sixth birthday, as you promised? Will I still get pudding on Sunday? Yes, Solbrecht, I think we will be okay. It might be a bit harder without Stalin, and there are some things you cannot understand until you're a bit older. This was his way of telling me that further questions would not be welcomed. Discovering my roots and heritage came to me in increments over the years. Some remembered some overheard, and some retold when I was old enough to ask. Most of the early pieces came in conversation with my mother. What I know for certain is that I was born in a dreadful place at an unfortunate time, four years after Adolf Hitler's suicide effectively ended World War II in Europe. While the Americans, British, and French were busy rebuilding the Western-occupied zones in Germany, Life in Soviet-controlled East Germany became a daily struggle for survival. The devastation from the war 
was only made worse by the Soviets' removal of valuable assets that had survived the Allies' aerial bombardment, including entire factories and a large part of the country's infrastructure. As a result, East Germany regressed economically and technologically by at least 30 years. And more than at any other time in the 20th century, the struggle to acquire nutritious food became the number one priority in the land. My parents first met in January 1948 at a teacher's orientation in the village of Rietchen, which was in a particularly poor area of East Germany, a few miles from the Polish border. Though six years apart in age, Judith Faust and Karl-Heinz Dietrich were both recent graduates of the Neulehrer New Teachers Program, an initiative introduced by the Allies in post-war Germany to develop teachers not tainted by connection to the Nazi regime, and both had grown up during the Great Depression, Hitler's ascendance to power.